Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is in partnership with the CAP Center, UCSB, here today with my co-host. I'm Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Brad, it's it's good to see you. I'm, I'm delighted to see that you continue to uh, survive and, and thrive in early fatherhood. So it's uh, it's like a weekly check-in to make sure that you're still still with us. Uh, thrive is a strong word. Thrive is doing a lot of work there. I, I would say survive is happening. Thrive is a moment by moment question. Uh, good to be back with you, Dan, after, um, a week off for, for the holiday. I uh, want to just say at the top friends, how thankful we are for all of uh, our new patrons and people who are supporting us. Um, you know, I, I said the other day and, and I'll say it again, we we're so happy to do this show. Uh, it's a passion project for us. We never expected to, Kind of find the audience that we have and and for people to really find what we're saying is as helpful as uh, as they say it is uh and we want to keep doing it and so we uh we do it three times a week uh and we're both sort of you know under pressure is is one way i'll, I'll put it to um just kind of continue to uh spend time on this show in the very extensive ways that we do that while also attending to job needs and family needs and income needs and all that stuff so if there's any way for you to support us we would be so grateful. Uh, you'll find in the show notes uh, a link for an ad-free experience if you just want to listen with no ads. You'll find our link for our Patreon, which is uh, up and running, and uh, you'll find a link just to send uh, donations over through PayPal. So we're, we're incredibly thankful for all of you. Uh, couldn't do this without you, and um, hope we can just keep doing it as we have been for the last three years uh, as we get going. One more thing, Dan. There's like a couple spots left two or three spots left for the seminar starting in one month uh, from today. And that is Pure America, Religion, Race, Nation uh, class with Dan Miller. So if you haven't heard, you can go over to straightwhiteamericanjesus.com and go to the seminars tab and you'll find everything you need there. Uh, all right, Dan, let's get into it. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, just a lot of things that are happening this week, which are uh, inevitably difficult. And that uh, is uh, Supreme Court listening to uh, arguments about... Uh, Abortion, uh, namely a suit coming from Mississippi that uh, has put uh, Roe v. Wade in jeopardy, just period. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, guns and gun control in the wake of what happened in Michigan this week in the mass shooting, another mass shooting at a school. And then we'll finish up by talking about one of our favorite people, Uncle Ron DeSantis in Florida. So we got a lot to say about him. You'll see why in a second. So, Dan, let's start with SCOTUS. This week, uh, Supreme Court heard initial arguments uh, about uh, Mississippi law that uh, attempts to ban abortion at 15 weeks. Uh, on its head, it seems like you know that's that's even sort of a, l- a little bit less lenient than what happened in Texas uh, in the six-week ban. But uh, for many folks, this is basically a make-or-break case because it could lead to the end of Roe v. Wade or overturning of Roe v. Wade, I should say. Would you mind taking us through that? Um, how are we in a place where what SCOTUS is hearing arguments on may lead to essentially um, the the 
the repealing of protections of abortion uh, at a federal level in this country? Yeah, so as, as everybody knows, as you and I have talked about, any, anybody who watches the news or follows American culture at all knows that uh, conservatives for a number of years have worked really, really hard to get conservative justices to the Supreme Court, and that for them, a litmus test has always been uh, whether or not they think that those people w would eventually vote to repeal Roe v. Wade or to overturn that precedent. Um, and we know that uh, three Supreme Court picks were put on the court uh, by the Trump administration, gives a conservative majority to the court. And there was this spate uh, still ongoing of states explicitly and purposely putting forward anti-abortion laws that would violate um, the precedent set by Roe v. Wade um, and, and reaffirmed in 1992 in Planned Parenthood versus Casey uh, as well in the Supreme Court. And with the explicit aim of getting to the Supreme Court and trying to over, over, overthrow uh, Roe v. Wade. Texas, as you say, is one of these, passes uh, a law uh, banning abortion after 15 weeks. Why is 15 weeks important? 15 weeks is important because kind of the um, the standard, I, I should say that, that Roe v. Wade has never, and it hasn't been a consistent ruling that it's impossible to ban abortions, but usually the notion is that abortion before fetal viability, that is before uh, an infant could, could conceivably live outside of the mother's body, unaided and so forth, that that, uh, that that should be legal and protected. That's about 24 weeks. Uh, I, I'm not a doctor, um, and people could probably quibble with that with medical technology one way or another, but it's, it's the, the kind of standard has been about 24 weeks, so this is well before that. So oral arguments, we don't know exactly where the court will go, but it was really, really clear to most observers that the conservative members of the court were very, appeared very open to letting this law stand uh, which would effectively uh, go against uh, the precedent of Roe v. Wade. Um, the arguments are, are worth sort of looking at. I know that, that you'll you'll say some things about this too, but uh, Chief Justice John Roberts um, kind of tried to use uh, liberal arguments against the liberals a little bit and said, basically, you know, you liberals, he didn't say liberals. He said, people say it's about choice, right? Freedom of choice. Uh, and he says, if it's about choice, then viability is irrelevant. And 15 weeks is plenty of time to make that choice. So you can see trying to do the, the end around where viability is no longer the measure that needs to be taken into account. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh says that uh, unborn fetuses and women both have legal interests and that they can't both be maintained. And that, you know, essentially, if you have to prioritize one interest over another, it should be the interests of the unborn. Um, the liberal justices, for their part, uh, tried to argue that the precedent is firm. Uh, it's been in place for decades, uh, dozens of court cases. Uh, I mentioned um, Planned Parenthood v. Casey in 92, which is like the, kind of the most significant, um, but made the point and said, and, and you, you can hear the justices playing off of like what they know will resonate with the others, right? The conservative justices try to say, no, 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 we're just looking at the Constitution. We're just being originalists. We're being textualists. This has nothing to do with political orientation. When everybody in the world, including the sponsors of these laws in state houses, know that it has to do about political uh, ideology and religious ideology. Uh, and so some of the liberal justices uh, said, well, you know, if you overturn this precedent, you're just going to communicate to the American public that we are a completely politicized institution, that we just... Uh, act along ideological lines. And so you can see this this playing out. But the simple fact of the matter is that conservatives have the numbers. And if they want to let this stand, they can. And it doesn't have to be as explicit as saying we're overturning this precedent or we're doing away with Roe v. Wade. 
all they have to do is if they say, well, you know what? Viability is not the issue. If they take Justice Roberts' line, if they allow abortion to be banned sort of earlier and earlier and earlier, they can effectively gut uh, the decision of Roe v. Wade without having to come out and say that that's what they're doing. Uh, and just the last point I'll make and then throw it over to you for some of your reflections on this uh, is that a, a number of, of places have looked and in one sort of pro uh, pro-choice organization has said that, you know, they think that if this is allowed to stand or if Roe v. Wade is, is basically tossed out, that you'll pretty immediately have something in the neighborhood of like 26 states uh, that will ban abortion outright. Uh, I should make clear, I, I guess this is the last point, that states could still make the laws that they want, right? So states where women have protections under state law would, would still have those. Um, but but the federal precedent would be would be undone by this. Um, so I throw it to you for for sort of your thoughts uh, or or additional reflections on this. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode. You'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 